Welcome to FileMaker Talk. This is Matt Navarre, and today I've got my buddy Kevin from LiveCode, and we're going to talk about uh, what this platform is. Hi, very pleased to be here. Thanks for having me on, Matt. So first of all, where's your accent from? You're not from here, are you? Not indeed, no. Well, we're based in Edinburgh, Scotland, but my accent's a little bit of a mix um, because my dad is from Northern Ireland and my mum's from Estonia. So we're very, we're very European, and I have this slightly mixed accent. But it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely not American. Estonia. That my one of my favorite composers, Arvo Pärt, is from there. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Not, not awesome. It's, it's a small place, that country. <laughs> it is indeed. Yeah. So, um, and how long have you been with uh, LiveCoder? Actually, give me a little bit of a rundown, kind of how the organization works before we dive into the technology. Sure. So, uh, LiveCoder's been around in this line of business for around about uh, 15 years. And we're a platform for building your own apps. Uh, the idea is that you build your apps in something that's as, as close to English as possible. So it makes it more accessible, it makes it faster, it makes it easier to use. Um, and you can deploy those apps across multiple platforms. So. You can deploy your apps on Mac, Windows, Linux, iOS, Android, and on, on server platforms. That's the, the core of the, uh, the live code environment. That's huge. And as FileMaker, we're used to the multiple platform thing, but we only get two of those, really, that you mentioned. Well, I guess sure. maybe three. Yeah. So we, get, we can deploy on, what, Mac, PC, uh, so desktop, really, and then iOS uh, and WebDirect. But sure. you go way beyond yeah. that, right? You go to Linux. We um, do indeed, yeah, and Android as well. And Android, yeah. That's cool. And then English-like development, so it's uh, very different than writing in C++, C++ or Objective-C or... T totally different. Java so or... We are, um, if, if FileMaker is the easy-to-use platform for building data-driven apps, then, then LiveCode is the easy-to-use platform for building um, regular apps, apps with kind of app features, native apps, apps that access parts of the operating system, um, the web, and, and, and all of that kind of side of things. Right. So, that's, that's yeah. A, so way more uh, power in terms of connection to the to the operating system in terms of what you can do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, LiveCode's very strong at at building um, native app features, at doing really sophisticated interactivity, at doing custom user interfaces, user experiences. Whether those are things that you've built from from graphics, from video, um, animation, whether those are part of the native operating system that you that you need to use or you need to incorporate, it's it's very good in in all of those areas. And so we see it as a real complement to FileMaker's strengths. Right. And then LiveCode for FileMaker is actually a FileMaker plugin. That's right. Yeah. So what you essentially get is the ability to run the entire. Uh, live code environment, pretty much the entire environment inside FileMaker. So you've got full access to FileMaker for um, data. You can send information backwards and forwards in functions, um, but you can also pop up live code uh, user interfaces or user experiences right there within uh, the database. And so you hmm. get the ability to do these really custom user experiences that all run right there inside FileMaker. In a web viewer, or how do they work in inside FileMaker? If you want to use like one of the UI widgets, so no, it's all native. It's not. Um, it's not a web view. It's a window that um, pops up on top of FileMaker, um, and it can be a regular window, or it can be a window that has a custom shape, or it can be a slightly translucent window. Uh, but it is a window that that comes up on top of the FileMaker experience. 
it can also it can also be run in a faceless mode. I must I must say for data mm-hmm. processing and so on. But right. but in terms of the UI, that's how it comes up. Okay, so kind of like the new card window feature in sixteen, but on steroids, maybe is that? Yeah, right? a little bit like that. Only with all of the richness of being able to build really powerful custom UIs. Right. Yeah, which we we have a good set in FileMaker natively, but it's not. It leaves some. It's you know. There's more sure. to, to be desired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love FileMaker. I mean, as everyone knows who listens, it's. Uh, I try not to be a fanboy, but I definitely uh, am very happy that I hitched my wagon to this particular star for the last 30 years. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I remember actually my my first experience of FileMaker was. Um, back quite a number of years ago uh, in the school library. We were just moving to barcodes for the very first time, and uh, I was involved in a project to move um, to move the whole system. It was a FileMaker-based database, and it just had barcode scanning for the first time. So I was a 15-year-old, 16-year-old sitting there getting all of the, the coding for that to work, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was a oh, great boy. system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So, so is that um, – what's the connection – like – FileMaker to to live coding your company is there a lot of that history with a lot of the people you have there? There is some of that history. Yeah, one or two of us have got that overlap. Also, our customer base. There's a lot of customers that are both LiveCode users and FileMaker users. So there's a real there's a real overlap there. Um, LiveCode for those of you that have been um, around the the FileMaker scene for long enough and may remember an old Apple product called uh, HyperCard. Um, LiveCode is kind of like a next generation version of of HyperCard. So there is a strong crossover in terms of the the communities that we have uh, and the hmm, FileMaker okay. community. And and the HyperCard was really awesome. I was certainly around in those days because it was very accessible, right? Uh, and and very you could build totally nonlinear apps. It didn't really have to have any kind of structure. Exactly. Um, yeah. So LiveCode's kind of a little bit like that, except it's a, a next generation version of that, and you can do just about anything in it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, like you said, a, a real app development environment with uh, way more control over the UI. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, and then yeah. you have some pretty. Awesome early successes. Um, I think we were talking yesterday, and you said that Richard Carlton had made a video kind of showing the features, which is cool. He always makes great videos. And Todd yeah, Geist had been talking about it a little bit. I'm sure you have a lot of other developers who have some success stories of, as well. Is there any you want to kind of throw out there that have been really good successes lately? So we've got, I mean, the Live Code for Pharmacy product is really new. So we've got quite a number of people using it already. Um, we haven't got any real large case studies up there. I mean, I know that Todd Geist using it, Richard Carton's using it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a variety of other people using it too. Um, there's some nice custom UIs coming out. Um, we are going to go to DevCon next month and we will have, I think, some really good examples there. Uh, but over on the live code side, I mean, we've got lots of really oh, good yeah, examples. Sure yeah, you yeah know, you've been by, doing that for how many years, you said? 15 years. Yeah, yeah that's so, a long time. Yeah, a long time, yeah. So we've got you know the likes of KLM and, and NASA and a whole variety of other uh, you know large companies that built apps mm-hmm. uh, or back-end systems um, using using live code. Hmm. Are, is it mostly, would you say, people trying to use it to do multiple platform things or just to make it just simpler for programming to get a result faster? Um, I think people start out by using it to make the result for programming faster um, and then very quickly want to do multi-platform. It is positioned. I mean, 
one of the dangers with cross-platform tools is that you end up with this kind of, you know, master of all trades, uh, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and LiveCode does let you build very rich, very detailed native apps on each platform. And so what we, we typically see is somebody will go and build a really good app, whether that's for Mac or Windows or iOS or whatever, uh, and then usually come back for version two and, and start thinking about doing it for, for some of the other platforms. It doesn't always go like that. Sometimes people come in because they need the cross-platform as well. But we're really pitching it, making the whole um, the whole thing accessible and easy and fast. Right. Yes. So, and we've got other plugins out there like Base Elements and things like that that have a huge array of things that you can do, but not really. You can't really build your own code. Then we have Scriptmaster from 360 Works, which has been around for a long time, which sure. allows you to write your own Java Groovy code and have that running within FileMaker. Really, not very UI heavy. That's just super fast sort of backend processing. Also, yeah. Java maybe not close to English and not super accessible. Uh, if you're yeah. not if you're not a genius like Sam Barnum, yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Um, Java, Java is not what we would consider a, a very accessible language. I mean, obviously, it's it's a great language and it's used for some really amazing things, um, but it's it's there's a lot of heavy lifting to really get your head around Java, and it takes a long time to get things done. So, a live code is is um, I mean, you write a lot less code. You know, we've got some code comparisons that show even ninety percent less code um, compared to Java to wow. do. Same sort of things. It's it really is a very different, a uh, different paradigm. Um, so that's uh, that's that's the difference there. And also just the the UI capabilities, being able to run a, a, what is it a, a UI toolkit in its own right uh, inside uh, inside Live Code, which obviously runs in 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 FileMaker as well now. So yeah, and your FileMaker.LiveCode.com. Uh, the developer license is fifty bucks, which is super accessible. Love that. And then deployment sure. licenses are really cheap too. Uh, you have like a kit for what up to ten users for how much was it? So up to ten users is uh, it's normally three nine nine during the beta process, which is what we're in at the moment. Everything's twenty five percent off, so it's two nine nine at the moment. That's cheap. That's certainly accessible if you're solving a really big problem. So let's talk about one of the ones that you have as a kit uh, that comes with it, which is a Dropbox integration, and that's kind of a sure. good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done some Dropbox projects, and they're kind of a uh, they don't work as expected at all when you just use other native things in FileMaker because you have such right. limited ability to like change folders, import records, look at a folder that has a bunch of images in it, and import different types. It doesn't, doesn't it just doesn't kind of work the way I wanted it to. Um, right. And so one of the things that the reason I am doing this podcast is because I reach out to you guys for help with that particular thing, and I'm really looking forward to getting that going. Um, so talk sure. about that uh, that kit. Yeah, so one of the components, and, and it's really an example because there's, there's lots of things you can do with LiveCode, but one of the, the pre-built components that we've made is this Dropbox integration library. Mm-hmm. And what you can do with that is you can download files, uh, you can upload files as you would expect, but you can also do custom things like creating new directories in Dropbox or renaming files or moving them around. Uh, you can choose to display the uh, data that's coming back from Dropbox in a file view or in a list. You can import specific elements from within those, whatever file type they are. You could pass those over to LiveCode to do any kind of pre-processing before you send them over to FileMaker. Essentially, anything that you might want to do in Dropbox in in terms of connecting that to FileMaker, you will be able to do with our uh, Dropbox component. Something really creepy just happened. As we were talking about this, uh, a little Dropbox notification came up and said, hey, try Dropbox for for (laughs) business for 30 days for free, as though it was listening to me. (laughs) 
<laughs> I that's hope it wasn't. Weird. That's like that's like those stories of people who like uh, they're in their house and they have an Alexa and they talk about some various thing like, hey, are we out of toilet paper? I think we're out of toilet paper. And then they see an ad like a few minutes later, like when they're on their computer saying, uh, you know, here here's a really good sale on toilet paper this week or something. <laughs> oh, I'd like to think that that was just um, us noticing those things, but you you never know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, there's definitely a uh, thing. Anyway, it was just kind of weird to see that because it was very on point. So, I, um, so yeah, the Dropbox integration thing, uh, the ability to to like really directly see it, to kind of surf through the folders and get images, post images, or any kind of an item, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's all there. Um, and one thing to say about the Dropbox component, that's free. Um, so th we we mentioned the developer licensing and the licensing, uh, but the Dropbox component is is completely free for use. There's no licensing around that at all. Oh, that's cool. Are you going to also have other ones like Google Drive and uh, some of the we other do. The direct computing? Yeah, we, there's ones? actually yeah, there is already. Um, just bring up our list here. There's already a Google Drive library in there at the moment, um, which you can you can go and use, uh, and quite a few other other things as well. When I mean, we've got the ability to go out to the camera and do captures there, or something for working with PDFs, importing text from PDFs, or making selections or capturing images from them. Oh, interesting. And um, so, like the cameras, or like if you're on a computer but not a iPad, you can actually like have something that that opens up the camera and takes a picture from the the. From the computer, for yeah, example. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Almost every laptop now has a camera in it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I want, and one thing it's really important to say about these components, we've we've put them together as as examples of what you can do in in LiveCode or FileMaker, but that's by no means the limit to the capability. Um, if you if you download the um, if you download it, you'll find that the solution is unlocked. And all of the examples are, are open source. So you can go in, you can see what live code script we've used to access the camera. You can go and have a look inside the live code uh, dictionary, user guide, or lessons or videos and, mm -hmm. and see how you can extend that really easily. So, you know, take those examples, have a look at them, make a little tweak, add one or two things, bring them back into FileMaker and try them out. It's really just to get you started uh, rather than being the only things that you can do um, with live code for FM. Hmm, cool. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to playing with this more. What other what other things do you think people should know about kind of what what this is and where you're going? And well, it's really important for us. I mean, we see a real synergy. Um, we we see um, live code being strong in areas that FileMaker isn't quite strong, and and vice versa. So we think that putting these two things together means that you can build and do more things um, with FileMaker than than you were able to do, and and, and that's really yeah. important. I think um, your timing I is kind of excellent too, because with, with 16 just being released, the way that I heard right. it described, which is a really good description, is you know FileMaker when seven came out all those years ago. FileMaker got sort of the, it was like a, a if you can imagine like a square in the middle of the space it got tall so the what you could do uh, the limits kind of went away in terms of the size of the database you could build you know it used to be like the biggest file you could have was two gigs now it's I don't even know exabytes terabytes way huge um, you could have multiple tables per fi database file um, unlimited you know like a million fields, although you should never do that. Uh, <laughs> millions and billions of records. All the limits went away for all that stuff. And now with 16, we've gone wide. So basically, we've got uh, you know a whole different set. And 16 is as important as 7 was, right. but in a different, in a different dimension. Um, and so tying in, you know, so, so people are really very aware of that. 
and, um, and are looking to use all these other features that we have with curl, the greatly improved insert from URL, um, yeah, native yeah. JSON, the new uh, data API, um, all, those, all these other things we couldn't really easily connect to natively. We could do them, a lot of them with REST.FM and other things. Yeah. Um, but now it's kind of built in. And people are saying, oh, with the card window feature and other things, we've got to, to connect to all these other services, the rest of the world out there. It's, it's increasingly important. So I think your timing to really connect LiveCode with FileMaker is really good from that standpoint because now it's in addition to having all these other data things and be able to connect with all these other services, you can also do all these really cool UI things with the data from those other services and with FileMaker. It can become a really important hub application. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it, it ties in with the trend. I think FileMaker have done a, a great job of 16, recognizing that it's really important to integrate these other um, services and allow you to to make these very rich FileMaker applications that, that play very well with RESTful APIs and, and all mm -hmm. of the other connectivity. Very, very smart. Um, and LiveCode for FileMaker, it, it plays in exactly to, to that trend. It allows you to take uh, FileMaker even further and do more things with it and connect to almost anything or build a, a UI that you that you can't really do in, in, in any other way. So it's um, it's very much part of that same um, the same push that we're seeing, as you say, um, in 16. Yeah, I, you know. Uh, so what what are some of the specific UI widgets that we that we get access to, right? So I mean, like for example, in FileMaker we have pretty limited things like uh, checkboxes and drop downs and those are a little right. bit limited in kind of what you can do um we, you know drag and drop is a little bit limited so are there are there things like that or what's some of the so i mean a better question would be what kind of ui can you not build um in live code <laughs> it's really used for for so many things i mean you've got things like um, a tree view you've got a very um customizable grid control you can do um, complicated uh, lists with elements that fold out to multiple different levels deep mm, you can have yeah interactive animation you can have little slider widgets whether they're the ones that we supply or whether they're your own custom design you can do graphics graphic editing um so you, you can build stuff out of um, vector graphics which you've got full programmatic control over so you can do little drop shadows or gradients or fills or have things slide across the screen as you as you work with them so it's it's a very very rich um ui toolkit um all the way from all the kind of standard sort of data data objects you'd expect right through to, to totally customizable elements. And the other thing that we do uh, in, in the most recent versions of, of live code, and this is all coming at the moment, is, is seamless access to um, all the operating systems that we run on. So if you want native objects from part of the toolkits on those platforms for whatever reason, um, mm -hmm. that there is ways to bring those in. Um, and previously you had to do something to slightly extend uh, you had to go outside LiveCode to extend it to do those, but all of that's being built into the the LiveCode environment pretty much as we speak. So, oh yeah, yeah, because like the way yeah. widgets look on iOS and Mac and PC, are, for example, are different, right? So the that's same right, widget yeah. functions the same way, does the same thing, but it looks very different. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's nice yeah, for the yeah. application to, to. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I like it. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to playing with this. I hope uh, other people kind of sign up and get to the developer program. Fifty bucks, kind of hard to. Hard to argue with that. And that gives you the whole thing, right? And you can play with it and build internal apps and do whatever you're going to do. Whatever you want to do, it's just not for actual deployment, but it's otherwise it's complete. You can build your entire app with that. Right. Actually, point out, actually, it's a 50, 50 bucks per year subscription. It's super easy. It is, to do. yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's awesome. Thanks very much for your time. 
Great. Um, the only other thing I'll say is we yes. will be at DevCon. So yes. if you're going to be there, do come and see us at our booth. Um, it's our first year there, so we're really looking forward to it. Yep, I'll be visiting you guys in the booth. We'll be we'll be buying drinks for each other. <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Thanks then. Bye.